Welcome to the New Books Network. Welcome to the MBN Entrepreneurship and Leadership Channel. As well as new content, we are making available selected podcasts recorded by our hosts prior to joining the MBN family. This is one of them, and so this podcast may refer to itself with a different name and identity. Enjoy the show. The center of innovation is here. And, you know, this is part of the message of Project Cashmere, of this whole podcast, that there's something happening here which is beyond just good value for money. Like I said, having the vision is great, but the key is these concrete initiatives that drive it at the ground level. I think Paul and those people who are really, they do extremely well with very limited resources and we can take advantage of the really low costs here. You know, Poland is the land of opportunity, and I, and I like to say the East is the new West because you always used to go West in history to find more adventure and danger and prove yourself. There are some good things beginning to happen here in Krakow, but we've got a very long way to go. Hello, Project Kajimej listener. It's Sam Cook here, and welcome to the eighth episode of season two of our podcast. If you live in Poland or Central Eastern Europe and you're in the startup scene, you need to get to know today's guest. Rafał Potecki was involved with new technologies all the way back to 1994 in the internet. As an entrepreneur, he founded companies such as Internet Technologies and Tempo. He's also an angel investor, VC partner, and most recently, he was appointed the head of Google Campus in Warsaw. In this episode, you're going to learn Raffle's story, what is Google Campus, where are they located, and why Warsaw's Google Campus, the newest one, is so special. Finally, we will talk about the emergence of the startup culture in Poland and how that is proceeding. Stay tuned for short messages from today's sponsors, and we'll get stuck right in to today's show. This episode is brought to you by James Cook Media. This is a company that I founded that helps businesses do world-class marketing to help their world-class products reach the global marketplace. I have assembled a world-class team of digital marketing experts here in Poland that I've personally trained to help you scale your product and get it to the English-speaking market. Learn more about us and what we can do for your business at jamescook.pl. Also, check out our traffic and conversion meetups that I run with Eva Vysotska of Good Tribe Consulting, where you can learn all about the latest marketing strategy and techniques that are being developed here, cutting edge on Google Campus Warsaw with Eva and myself. James Cook Media, we do the marketing so you can focus on your product. Okay, so good afternoon. Welcome, Project Kashmir's listeners from Krakow and Warsaw, where we're in two locations today. And today we have a very special guest, Richard. As tradition, I'm going to let you introduce Rafael. It's actually someone you were just saying before the show you haven't actually met, but you've both been in Poland for a long time in different cities doing a lot of great things. So we're here with the head of Google Campus Warsaw. So Richard, go ahead and introduce him. Yes, well, as you say, I'm always I'm a networker, so I'm happy to introduce people I don't know. Basically, uh, Rafael now has a key role in the pro-entrepreneurship startup ecosystem here in Central Europe, leading uh, Campus Warsaw. But if you look at his previous career, he's one of these people who isn't like a professional ecosystem support person. He may be now, but in the past, he was a, a highly successful entrepreneur in internet service providers, uh, an insurance company, and an investment fund, uh, as well as a jobs portal. So, But I think it's perhaps better 
for Raphael to introduce himself rather than me and get it right rather than me do it wrong. So Raphael, could you just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself that I haven't covered just now? Sure. Hello, everyone. Rafa Podeski, Head of Campus Warsaw. I am very happy to greet you all. Well, you know, in a general term, yes, I have been a serial entrepreneur for most of my professional life. And technology and internet was at the heart of what I have been doing. And actually, my first project was still back in 1990s. It was 1993 when the internet, still without the graphical browser, started to appear. I set up one of the first internet companies in Poland, Internet Technologies. We were providing internet access, that was a dial-up access to corporate customers mainly, but also consumers all over Poland. So that was my start when still Google was not there and many other companies were not there. And actually Netscape just launched their graphical browser, which gave the internet the completely new look. I first came to Poland in 89 and uh, went into business here in 91. I stopped working for other people then. But what about your earlier, uh, your CV shows, shows you studied in France, in Delaware and at Harvard Business School. So you're obviously pretty educated in the West. But what was your experience of education in Poland? Did you have a classic Polish education in the 1980s or oh, how did that work? Yeah, I lived in Poland until I was 18. And that was still the last year of uh, the communism. And I decided that I am too ambitious for the communist times and I decided to go somewhere else. First I was living in West Berlin. This is the place that doesn't exist anymore. It was really a fun place and then Paris and then United States, Delaware. I have studied business administration, international finance, but also computer science in my early days. And when I was at the University of Delaware, one day the professor of the business administration said, students, uh, tomorrow I'm going to send you via email for the first time your homework. That was 1991. It was very surprising for me to learn that uh, I'm going to get a homework via the email. And obviously, my first experience was just outstanding. I spent, I think, around 48 hours non-stop browsing the, still the text version of the internet, the various CompuServe, America Online, and the university resources of the internet at that time. And I realized that this is my future. So. After this inspiration, Poland uh, opened up, and the democracy and the, the liberal economy started. There was a huge start of the entrepreneurship in Poland. And uh, I got back to Poland. I had a very short three-month job at the Polish Development Bank, but uh, internet was something that I was looking for. And uh, this is what happened. I met people that were IT engineers and we decided uh, that it's time to build internet access provider in Poland. So. This is exactly how it started. We had a lot of funny anecdotes and also very interesting stories about that. But this is actually where I started. I started to connect companies across Poland to the internet. 
And I mean, so in fact, we came to sort of be doing business in Poland around the same time, although obviously you had the Polish childhood. And I used to think my dissertation at Cambridge University was about black markets and communist economies and, you know, why they were so pervasive. And, and I felt that a lot of Westerners got Poland wrong because there was a lot of entrepreneurship. The communist system turned people into entrepreneurs. It didn't stop people from being entrepreneurs. And I'm interested to know, I'm really interested in your perspective on this because you were too ambitious, so you left. But did you feel when you were 18 and leaving Poland that like a lot of Polish people were like frustrated business people who wanted to be business people? Or do you think that the other view that the communist system destroyed entrepreneurship? Because I hear lots of different opinions and I wonder what you think. For me, an entrepreneur is a person that wants to change his life, usually for better, because he's not satisfied with the status quo. And in the early 90s, the opportunities opened up and I think many people just decided that, hey, let's try. There are no big competitors. There are no niche that are taken by big companies. And let's try to build something. So I think a lot of people went into the business just because it was an opportunity, but also because there was no other way to make a living or it was, let's say, the alternatives were very poor. Yes, but I'm thinking more, and I understand that, I'm thinking more about like the impact of the pre-89 system on the sort of the business culture, because I felt that, you know, in a way, people had to be quite enterprising to survive under communism. When the system doesn't work, it kind of teaches a sort of creativity. And I wonder whether you agree with that or like looking back, not like in the 90s, yes, with hindsight, you know, the opportunities were there, although I can tell you a lot of my friends from the UK thought that I was completely crazy to move to Poland. You know, they thought, you know, as a lot of Polish people, thought I was completely crazy to move. Still, they still think that, Richard. They I, still I think that. But, but I mean, we won't spend long on this, but do you, what impact do you think the communist period had on like the business mentality, maybe of the whole region? Because I see it as mixed, but I don't see it as entirely negative. Well, one may argue that in a socialist economy, there are no, say, triggers or no motivation to build your own business because... Everybody is equal, everybody gets a salary. But if you look at a place like Sweden, which is the second largest unicorn factory in startups after Silicon Valley, this is a very safe and very comfortable place to live. So I think it's not really the socialist approach to life. It is more the entrepreneurial culture and how it is cultivated. And again, in Sweden, you have the guys that build Volvo, the guys that build uh, Skanska and many other companies, which are global. And I think that if you simply cherish this kind of approach that you can build the company, uh, the entrepreneurial culture is there. So in terms of Poland, entrepreneurial culture was not there in the definition that we had uh, amazing role models, but actually we had dreams and we had no other alternative to build companies. So I think that created this uh, the first wave of entrepreneurs. But obviously we are generalizing. Most of people, in terms of statistical approach to how we view the population, most of the people will not or should not become entrepreneurs. This is not for everyone, but obviously we should definitely cherish and promote entrepreneurship as such. Mm -hmm. I'm glad to hear you say that because I, I was involved in the Światowy Tydzień Przedsiębiorczości, like bringing Global Entrepreneurship Week to Poland and back in the 90s with Shell, the Livewire program to promote entrepreneurship. And I felt that back in the 1990s, it was really, now it's kind of normal and fashionable to promote entrepreneurship. It wasn't like that back then. And do you think that in a way things have gone too far, that people who shouldn't be entrepreneurs are now being encouraged to go into business? Or do you think the situation's about right at the moment? 
I think the especially for technology entrepreneurs, the situation changes positively from year to year. What is happening is that we have two big forces. First of all, is we have a huge EU funds available to first-time entrepreneurs. We have billions of euro that will be granted to startups. So the capital barrier is much, much smaller than before. And secondly, we have the supporting ecosystems, which are bringing up in so many cities across Central and Eastern Europe and all over the world, that they really teach the entrepreneurship, that they teach the bootstrapping, the, the ways to quickly and effectively build your business once you have determination and a great idea or great problem you want to solve. So I think that there should be more entrepreneurs and the opportunities right now are even bigger than 10 or 20 years ago. Thank you for listening to Project Kajimaj. If you think that this podcast is adding something to your professional knowledge and you like what it's doing for the community in Krakow and Poland, stay with us after these short messages from our partners. Just after the break, we will cover the differences between the Google campuses around the world, the difference between Krakow and Warsaw startup communities, and how Google's brand is connecting the entrepreneurs in Poland and the top tech cities and much, much more. Stay with us. Today's podcast is sponsored by Innovation Nest. They help companies go from local to global. Innovation Nest provides the most innovative B2B software startups with feedback, networking, and most importantly, investment to help them become global success stories. Here's how Innovation Nest's co-founder and managing partner, Piotr Willem, describes it. We at Innovation Nest, we are only about this product that are global. They are not designed for a single market. And I think that it is a founding idea of Innovation Nest that local mindset, it's, it was a bottleneck for, for, for Polish entrepreneurs. Our idea is if you want to build something, you have to be the best in the world, not the best in Krakow or the best in Poland. Do you want your company to become a global success? Check out their website, innovationnest.co, and sign up for their next SaaS meetup. Want to invest, learn their success stories, and make sure that you have the chance to be their next success. Okay, and like if you and obviously Google Campus Warsaw has only recently launched, and you're not—it's not the first one in the world. I've done some events in your sister organization in London, so that's um, might be an example. Is there anything different about what you're trying to achieve here compared to London or Tel Aviv or the other ones? Each campus around the world has the same mission to support the local startup ecosystems, to support the local startup communities and to enable the next generation of entrepreneurs to learn, to connect and to build companies that hopefully will change the world. So the mission is the same in every campus. In terms of our approach and the way we work, the functions of campus it's also the same. We have the cafe area that this is where the networking starts with the fast internet access. We have an event space area where anybody can attend events. All of them are for startups and all of them or a huge majority of them are for free. We have acceleration programs uh, that companies are fine-tuning their minimum viable products or fine-tuning their go-to-market strategies. We have co-working space and obviously 
obviously all the community events which are very important so anybody interested in startups can set up a community event so these functions are the same all over the mission is the same and also we have global programs that also are the same and available so we had a gaming acceleration program in November in Seoul in December we had a campus exchange program in Warsaw where we have invited startups from across Central and Eastern Europe to join our program to learn how to globalize their ideas and then we are running around five six uh, global programs each month for startups for all the campus members across the globe so the main idea the main mission and the main way that we work is the same however each of the campuses are actually solving its own problem, which is particular to the existing market. So London has a different situation because this is a much bigger and much more mature market. Uh, they are putting more effort on diversity, on female entrepreneurship. In Seoul, they have diagnosed that the biggest problem is that their startups, Korean startups, need and know how to globalize their products and their solutions. In Poland, our mission that we have defined is to create a new brand for the region, for Central and Eastern Europe, as a startup brand. We would like to tell the world and create the visibility internationally uh, that, first of all, the region has, uh, well, the population is almost 200 million in 20 countries, where over half of them, 105 million, live in the Schengen EU NATO area passport free. Uh, secondly, we have, as the region, we have more technical engineering graduates each year than the United States. We have a lower cost of living in all of those areas, which makes uh, hiring an engineer a much easier task. We are on various computer science or engineering competition worldwide. Usually the top five countries which win, uh, Poland or Ukraine or, or somebody from the region, is usually taking two or three spots out of the five. So we have engineering talent. We have excellent competencies. We are uh, the, So the quantity and quality of those engineers are great. But the entrepreneurial system is not really ready to uh, turn those uh, engineers into uh, global entrepreneurs and, and that's our mission. We want to bring this startup knowledge and we want to popularize that knowledge by supporting the ecosystem all across Central Eastern Europe. And if we do that, if we use those strong points from the region, plus we add this huge billions of dollars or billions of euros that are coming from EU funds, this seems to be a task which is achievable. It's very ambitious, but it's achievable. So that's our original mission for Campus Warsaw. Well, that's fantastic. And for anyone listening to this who's not from either Warsaw or Krakow, and we have listeners all over the world, I did three events in Google Campus London. I live here in Poland, and it was really straightforward. To, obviously, you need to have a, a credible event, but we were setting up an alumni event for the school I went to, something for the Oxford and Cambridge Alumni uh, Society. So anyone anywhere in the world who wants to do something in this region, you know, potentially, provided what you do makes sense and is pro the startup community, you can potentially book space. And the point 
point about the Google brand is it gets people to come who otherwise might not. That is, I used to say in Krakow that Google for Entrepreneurs logo did more than the President Miasto Krakow um, because you know people like to be close to global brand. And obviously, Google isn't the only global brand, but it's a kind of door opener to get people to come. That's one comment. The other is in terms of what's missing. Um, yesterday, I was hosting the Open Coffee Krakow meeting, which happens every second Thursday, and we had a lawyer show up. And every now and again, we get a lawyer. And one of the big things that's missing is what I call the support groups, the accountants, the lawyers, the bankers, who in other countries might regularly show up to these events. And, you know, it is absolutely remarkable that in two and a half years of Open Coffee Krakow, we've had one banker show up once. You know, people from the investment fronts, in like Innovation Nest and so, you know, some others, do show up. But it's absolutely extraordinary. And I think it would be, I told the city of Krakow they should make a survey of all the bankers in Krakow, just asking them who's the person for startups to talk to, because most banks in Krakow don't have anyone who's like dedicated for startups. There are people to service the EU programs, but that's slightly different than the startup community. And do you see a role for Google there in like actually kind of embarrassing people like the law firms, the accountants and the bankers into realizing that, you know, if someone from PKO is invited to visit Google to explain who's responsible for startups, they'll notice they have nobody and they might change their organizational structure. Yeah, it's very interesting that you say so because our experience is completely the opposite. In the first week, we had so many bankers, accountants, consulting teams, strategy firms. All of them are uh, supporting Campus Warsaw and we run so many events with them that we don't have this problem. Fantastic. Well, I, I hope our listeners in Krakow now feel stimulated to, to show up. I, maybe things have evolved, but that's extremely good news because you know, I always feel that you know the great thing about this connected world is the kind of benchmarking effect that if something good happens somewhere, then everyone else should rise up to the, the level of the best available example. Yeah, we are very fortunate and you were right in mentioning that Google is a magic brand and we are able to get the resources which have been I would say dormant resources for many many years and there are excellent people that are supporting the ecosystem from all kind of uh, angles so we have amazing mentors both on the product technology legal consulting taxation and even international jurisdictions we have excellent lineup of investors and venture capital firms uh, from Poland from region and internationally. We have amazing group of members right now. We have over 3,600 members that have signed up to our campus and we are hosting around two to three events per day. We have so many meetups. So the community is really thriving and the amount of quality of startups is just amazing. I am really surprised that there are so many quality startups thinking globally with very unique technologies and products. So I think it works and we are also attracted attracting a lot of people from across Poland. We have visitors from Krakow, from Wrocław, from Poznań, from Gdansk. So all of them, they participate in various events. But also we have 15% of international membership. Uh, so we have guests from across the Central and Eastern Europe, but also from Western Europe. We have German, Italian, English, and of course, uh, from the East, Ukrainian, Belarus entrepreneurs that are coming with startups and or uh, building a startups. We have 25% female membership, which we also want to invite and encourage. We run a number of uh, programs, especially for females. 
for female entrepreneurs. Uh, we are actually starting very soon a campus for moms. This is uh, usually the young professional ladies which are very qualified to build a company and are having a child and without this kind of support it would be more difficult for them. So we are just bringing this infrastructure uh, for all of the groups and this is just a starting point because Campus Warsaw actually only has this week it's the eighth operational week. <laughs> so we are just starting but the next phase which will happen in the second uh, half of that this year is to move our content resources and get a better networking with all of the cities across Poland and Central and Eastern Europe. So that's our goal. Yes, that's, that's actually leads directly into my next question because obviously being based in Krakow there was this sense that the city might lose something. How do you envisage let's say, uh, not maybe now but like strategically, how do you envisage the relationship between uh, Campus Warsaw and the regions of Poland for, uh, not just Krakow but obviously there, there are other major centers like Wrocław, Poznan, Trójmieście in the north of Poland and so on, Katowice. Do you see having sort of outposts or some kind of outreach program or ambassadors or something like that? So, yes, exactly. We obviously, the way the ecosystem works is we are not uh, coming up with a plan. We are inviting the community members from other cities to come to discuss with us uh, what are the best ways we could benefit them and together we will create a plan. So this will be a joint community work on what are the best ways to use that. So we are meeting with various groups and asking them for their opinions, for their ideas. And the most probable option is to have partners in the region, which will be usually some sort of a co-working, even space and acceleration programs. So these kind of uh, typical startup hubs uh, would be our partners. And we would involve the membership from both to, to discuss over various formats like the, the live stream demo days, uh, introductions of startups, uh, vertical events, like uh, live streamed special speakers that we have in not only in Warsaw, but in Krakow or Budapest or Tallinn. We may have excellent uh, speakers and those events can be live streamed. So we are going to come up with a clear plans which are realistic to implement that we would like to do and they go around three things. First of all, it's branding and visibility. We would like to create a Central Eastern Europe as a startup region and this should be a brand and we have to build this visibility across the region between us. We would like to know what is happening. There is an amazing work, an amazing startup in Budapest, Vilnius, Warsaw, Prague. We know very little about each other, so we should create this visibility among ourselves and also build this visibility to the rest of the world. So whoever wants from Silicon Valley, London or Hong Kong to see what is happening in the region, he would have access to our resources and our information. So visibility is number one. Number two is knowledge transfer. We obviously need to support those ecosystems with knowledge and there are excellent guest speakers, there are excellent resources. There can be physically present, but they also can be live streamed. So we want to definitely bring uh, our content or content ideas around entrepreneurship and building startups to those ecosystems but also these ecosystems will 
bring those programs to other places because I see that there are amazing people that can run amazing programs that are based all, everywhere. So this is not just the one directional uh, assistance, it is uh, both directional. And uh, the third thing is the globalization. So we can create a Central European demo days for various stages of startups or various verticals and show the global investors, global markets, how they can engage with the Central European startups. So this is what we want to achieve in these three points. And hopefully we are going to help the, all the ecosystem grow. I've got many comments. Sam's been sending me messages saying he this is a three-way interview and Sam's hardly said a word. So over to Sam. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Richard, it, it's really appreciated hearing the history of Poland. Every time I'm putting myself in situation, it's fun to hear how you went through it 20 years ago. A couple of comments and observations from the conversation. I was really drawn to Google for entrepreneurs when I moved to Krakow as a brand. So I, I can attest firsthand that the way I met Richard and became so connected in the community was through uh, Google for entrepreneurs. That ecosystem in Krakow, really, I credit it with making Krakow the place that really strong startups have been founded. Um, how do you see Warsaw? I was talking to Piat Willem about this, and he said that Krakow was the, the strongest startup community, and a lot of people credit Google for entrepreneurs. How do you see Warsaw right now evolving, You know, even in the short eight weeks that you've been running? How do you see the Warsaw startup scene, and just the rest of Poland, like, you know, just... Where do you see Poland overall in the different cities and how things are emerging? Well, the way we look at Campus Warsaw mission is that we are not putting any kind of borders between cities or even between countries. So we look regionally at the startups and we are also not comparing because it's sort of useless to spend time on trying to, to, to differentiate. We actually want to unite the ecosystem. So every day I am meeting great, great entrepreneurs from Krakow, from Wrocław, from Gdańsk. I met amazing people from Prague yesterday. I met uh, people that have built uh, hundred million uh, dollar companies in Lithuania last month and these are all entrepreneurs that at some point of time have uh, been helped by a mentor by somebody from the ecosystem so what I see is we need to approach regionally the entrepreneurship and I see Krakow entrepreneurs because of the our Google for entrepreneurs initiative for a couple of years in Krakow as that Krakow community benefited really a lot so that proves that those ecosystems uh, really work and if they are done with passion and with uh, great content this really works so uh, Krakow is the best example that the professional ecosystems uh, done by like Google really work and they bring the benefits so I am seeing so many amazing entrepreneurs all over the region and uh, all of them would love to connect with us and we are 100% inclusive we are inviting and we are working with all of them well, Rafael I just wanted to tell you from a personal experience I came to the opening and I come to Warsaw now a few days a week and the campus is, is really amazing and if you're listening to this you can go sign up online for free, join the mailing list, and you'll get notifications of all the great events. Uh, one thing that Google Campus is going to sponsor this podcast and help uh, put out the word about the great episodes, uh, the great interviews we're having on here, which is really helpful to us as a podcast, and we thank you for that. And also, uh, Eva Vysotska of Good Tribe Consulting here in Warsaw um, used to work with me in my previous company, is world-class marketing talent, and uh, she and I are deciding to put on a marketing meetup, and we're just 
wanting to launch it. And I met with Magda, who's your, your head of program here. And she's been so helpful telling us how easy it is to set up an event like Richard, you did in London. And we're going to start doing these marketing meetups. And it's really awesome to have the promotional power of Google to promote those events. And hopefully we get some great people in, uh, teach some great marketing skills to the, to the ecosystem. Because as Richard's talking about, the business side is what Poland really needs to develop, the legal, the accounting, the sales and marketing side. So thank you for all the great support you guys are providing on that. It's been really, um, from a user perspective, it's been a great experience here. Thank you very much for this nice words. And well, for us, this is just the beginning. Uh, as I said, you know, the, we are eight week operational and we have so many ideas how to grow the ecosystem. So it will be just amazing, amazing road for all of us in the next couple of years. Yeah, and just upcoming programs, if you're listening to this, you're a mom anywhere in Poland, uh, Google Campus for Moms program is going to be a 13, I think 13 week program. I'm going to be teaching there with Eva, I think for one of the weeks. And also marketing meetups are coming up that we're going to be scheduling periodically. And uh, I think you have the Central Eastern European Exchange in June that Magda wanted me to be sure that we promote and talk about that. So um, what's uh, closing this out, Raffle, Central Eastern European Exchange, what is that uh, program coming up? I think that's one of your major programs coming up this summer. Yes, we are bringing Central European startups from hopefully from all of those countries and uh, we help them scale up. Yeah. So this is about scaling up and the ideas, the teams are really amazing. And we also sponsor that program. So people just do have to travel here, but we pay for accommodation, food and all of the contents. So this is what we bring to the table in terms of the ecosystem. We cannot obviously do it every week, every month, but these are the, the things we are definitely helping with. Yeah. And if you're interested, if you qualify for that, just go to the Google, it's campus.co forward slash Warsaw and or you can just Google it. I bet you you could Google it and find it pretty easily. Uh, Google Campus Warsaw and find out if you qualify. So with that, Rafael, I know that you've been generous with your time with us today. I know that running a startup community for 200 million people is very, very challenging, that you've been traveling a lot. So thank you very much for your time. It's been truly inspiring to see the short progress that you've made here in Warsaw, you know, being a consumer, both of the Krakow Google for Entrepreneurs program and now in Warsaw. It's, it's great to see that Google's doubling down on their, I think, very uh, profitable investment so far in, in Poland. So thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Thanks, Samuel. And Richard, when are you coming to Campus Warsaw to run your event? You have to come. Okay, well, I'll do a deal. Okay, I, if we're just negotiating. If you come to an event we host in Krakow, I'll come to something you do in Warsaw. Does that sound fair? Oh, I love Krakow. <laughs> you don't have to invite me, just tell me when it is. You have a very British sense of humor. <laughs> no, no, seriously, I'd love to come and do something. And I'm just changing my job at the moment. And I'm going to have a bit more time in a few weeks. And I'd love to come up. You know, I've got many ideas and the most important, but a closing message, maybe obviously within the startup community, you have like people who know about it. But if there's someone listening to this who isn't really plugged into the community, what's the most important message you could get out to someone who's not part of the community right now and who's, who's finding this conversation rather strange, who doesn't know anything about us? Well, I mean, we always tell people, you know, you come with your dreams and ideas and we turn them into opportunities and then into global corporations. <laughs> that's that's pretty persuasive. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that's a fantastic note to finish on. I'll certainly come up to Warsaw. I'll be glad to support what you're doing and maybe contribute something myself somehow. And I, I don't know, Sam normally does a very nice close, so I'll, I'll let him do that. <laughs> We're sitting here at Google Campus in a former vodka factory, and I think at the opening, the uh, head of Google 
Google Europe gave a great, John Britton, I think, uh, gave a great analogy that uh, spirit is, is flowing here, it's clear, it's, it's exported all over the world and inspires creativity. And I think uh, anyone who comes here will find that uh, a campus for Warsaw, they're not serving vodka, but um, uh, certainly the spirit of, of you know, what Poland's uh, best former export was is here and um, it's a great place. So thanks again for joining us, Raffle. Thank you, Richard, for uh, helping me host this. And I look forward to seeing all of you, Richard at Campus Warsaw, Raffle down in Krakow, and everyone here for future events. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. This episode was produced by Adam Zuba. With audio editing by Piotr Rabi. Show notes by James Matheson and transcription by Thomas Severin. To find the show notes and all the other things mentioned with the podcast, go to our website, projectkajimej.com. You can also sign up there for our newsletter and get notified of the release of our future episodes right on your email inbox. If you feel that you're getting great value from this podcast, we'd love it if you'd leave us a review on our iTunes channel. It'd certainly mean a lot to us and will help other people find out about this information and help grow the ecosystem in Central Eastern Europe. Thank you again. Talk to you soon with my co-host, Richard Lucas. This episode is brought to you by James Cook Media. I founded James Cook Media when I moved to Poland. James Cook Media is a full-service digital marketing and sales agency. Our mission is to bring world-class products to the global English-speaking market. The thing that I've noticed in Poland is how many amazing, talented companies there are building great products, and they're struggling to get traction in the international English-speaking market. I think that's a shame, and I want to help these companies get their products to the market. Silicon Valley parlance, you would call us growth hackers. My team of specialists that I've trained from the beginning here in Poland builds from scratch custom marketing funnels. This includes ideal customer visualization and profiling, complete branding, visual identity, videos, music, a website and landing page copywriting, landing page and website design, marketing video commercials, sales videos, testimonial videos, as well as custom written music podcast productions like this one. Content marketing, search engine optimization, website optimization, and paid media traffic campaign design, management, as well as optimization and Instagram ads. So that's a lot, but I've been doing marketing online now for over 10 years in multiple industries from e-commerce to tourism to software service, digital publishing, money transfer apps, and online sports marketing. Over the course of this time, I founded two separate companies as well as worked for loads of clients all over the world, and I had to learn every part of online marketing. I came to Poland to build my own in-house marketing team for my last business, and I'll tell you that the talent here is absolutely world-class, as good as any marketing talent you'd find in New York City. I personally designed my campaigns, write the copy, direct the videos, do the setup with the project manager and a full-time team of specialists of designers, developers, ad managers, and optimizers to fully manage from start to finish your marketing so you can focus on your product and your business. If you think you'd like to learn more about my company and what we may be able to do for you, go to jamescook.pl and enter your information. You will also find information about meetups that I'm running with Ava Vysotsko of Good Tribe Consulting where you can learn all about the latest in marketing strategy and techniques. Even when I work with clients, I make sure that they completely understand my marketing philosophy and strategy so that they can have buy-in and ownership of it. Because as a business owner, you always need to completely own your strategy for getting your product to market. But we 
help you do it. If you're a startup or an investor from outside of Poland and you're interested in visiting Krakow Warsaw's startup scene in Poland or even moving here to set up your team, James Cook Media also offers high-level concierge services to help companies get set up here. I moved to Poland because I believe East is the new West. For 400 years, brave, intrepid entrepreneurs have been going West to the U.S. and the American West for prospecting. Now San Francisco and California is so overpriced and so expensive. The new digital gold rush, as I call it, where you can get the most value for your money in terms of investment is here in Eastern Europe, where you have world-class engineering talent, designers, video makers, artists, graphic artists, and marketers. You can do New York City agency or San Francisco level coding work for a very competitive price. If you're interested to learn more, please go to the website jamescook.pl, enter your information, and we'll give you more information about how we might be able to help you. You know, vision is all great and well, but execution is actually the key. The actual process of meeting those people, working with them, is in itself a huge reward. Interaction between the university and the business high-tech community is absolutely fundamental. Diversity creates a healthy ecosystem, and I think that I'm seeing more and more that diversity. It's not just about individuals, but about new individuals. It's about, you know, um, new initiatives. Sometimes they overlap with each other. Sometimes they might be cannibalizing each other. But the reality is that you want to have as many as possible because that accelerates the big picture. We're not going to have everyone in the world here. And in this connected world, we don't need everyone here. But, but the, you know, the artists and the designers, the creators, they're very much part of what, we, what we've got and what we need. So if you're listening again somewhere else in the world and you feel you, you, you're looking for a place where your, your, your creative juices will run, then, then, then this city is certainly a place where you can find yourself. And I think you can make history in Poland. I think you can be part of something much bigger than you could be a part of in the United States right now, not just from a you know, going out to San Francisco to make Silicon Valley richer, but but making a new part of the world um, grow at a much faster rate, be a much bigger part of that community, and and making it wealthy, not just for wealth's sake, but for uh, a purpose, which is to make that country's government stronger.